Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan. And I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me. And you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. totally ports by Isaiah Roby last night. Welcome in NBA strategy show here on a Thursday. He is Josh Engelman. I'm Adam Kaufman, and we have much to cover over the course of the next hour. Get you ready for tonight's light slate in the NBA. It is just five games. That's it, which gives us time to mope really about all that went on last night. You know, I, I get guys getting scratched. That happens all the time, Josh. I mean, we see stars and value opportunity guys, you know, not playing all the time happens all the time but when a guy gets ruled out after lock and you've got him in your lineup that's just kind of next level frustration especially when you think that the thunder in particular in this case are going into the game with the minimum eight players to begin with i mean you couldn't feel like you're in a safer spot not only did he get ruled out after lock he got ruled out after all of the locks there there were no additional things anyway uh just incredibly frustrating Uh, i had a decent amount you know but i was able to salvage more or less you know i was positive for yesterday had one live bullet on fandle uh, that got into the top 20 but you know it only matters if you're at the number one spot as far as i'm concerned Hey, I guess, you know, like uh, Ricky Bobby said, if you're not first, you're last. But I, I, I think you're doing okay. I think I think you're still in good shape. That was just, oh, <laughs> you know, it's, but but not even, you know, there, I, I know there was the situation with the Nuggets in that game getting postponed, the Nuggets and Pistons last week. It's, it's one yeah. thing to get, you know, the if you're in the situation where, where stuff like that happens after, like, general lock, then fine. I mean, be aware of late swaps and whatever. And if it happens since the last game of the slate, okay, you, you get – a little screwed in that situation. It's when it's when a guy gets ruled out after his team has started, and you can't even pivot <laughs> to another guy. That's just, I I don't know what in the hell was happening there in OKC last night. A little, little bit of a heads up, just a little heads up. Swap in Williams, it'll be fine. Be fine. Of course, the guy goes out and he eats. Whatever. I'm just yeah, gonna it's, be. It's, it's so frustrating. All morning. It's. I don't blame and, you. And now more than ever, obviously this season that this is. This is the trend, whether because of COVID and contact tracing or guys just being extra cautious coaches, that is, with players and and their minutes and how often they're going to play and back-to-backs and stars wanting rest and, you know, front-loading the season. This is a weird year. It's a weird year to, to be an NBA fan, especially in the world of DFS. 
Yeah, you have to pay attention even more than normal now um, because you might just lose guys for really weird reasons and then there's trickle-down effects for those reasons. Um, so it's a perfect opportunity for you guys to follow at NBA on Twitter so you can get all of the news updates as they come out. Shout out to the news god himself. Yeah, he'll he'll take care of you. Uh, speaking of taking care of you, I guess you're kind of playing the role of babysitter right now because Josh plays DFS on YouTube, says, uh, I've seen more of Josh today than I have my wife. Interesting. I've seen more of your wife. There it is. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like give you the dramatic pause and set you up. <laughs> too easy. Too easy. Yeah, low hanging too... fruit. See, that's where you were supposed to keep going. Not unlike his wife. All right. We move on. We kid. I'm sure she's great. Hopefully she's watching. He's Josh Engelman. I'm Adam Kaufman, as mentioned. Uh, do us a favor. If you have any comments, thoughts, suggestions, you just want to vent about Roby or whatever it may be, jump on into the YouTube chat or the Osmo Premium Slack channel. Give us a like if you're watching nice and early. We hope you are. Hit the subscribe button as well here in the Osmo YouTube page. Looks like a couple hundred people to start things off. We're only a couple moments into this show. So looking ahead to tonight, and of course the projections on the Osmo site, and you want to Check these out, folks, courtesy of the Osmo Plus tools, although they are free today. So you can uh, dive on in, take a look at what they look like and see what it is that you're missing out on when you don't have a subscription. Some of the top projected players tonight. Let's just start big picture. You have names like Nick Vucevic, uh, Steph Curry, yeah. Damian Lillard, Joel Embiid, DeMontis Sabonis. You can include Bam Adebayo, Jimmy Butler and Jason Tatum if you would like to as well. Who really jumps out at you? Well, depends which site we're talking about, obviously. John Wall, sure. probably my favorite play on DraftKings okay. right now. If we're talking about just from a pay-up standpoint, I would say Damian Lillard at 9,800 and Vooch at 9,400, my two favorites um, from a DraftKings perspective. On FanDuel, probably the same story. Uh, like Dame quite a bit. Vooch a little bit less. So there's just a lot of center value going around on FanDuel. So while I like Vooch a lot, uh, there are other options, whether you want to go to Mason Plumley, Miles Turner, Cantor looking like a fantastic play today. Jamarcus Cousins is back again to ruin everybody's day. That should all be really fun. <laughs> what do you expect from him? Is is he, uh, you know, it just seemed like, you know, such a lock obviously with Christian Wood out and, and more often than not, I feel like he does perform at a representative level, but of course there was the night, the other night that he just screwed everybody and had 22 points or whatever it was. What are your expectations for him before we uh, dive deeper going game by game? I'm not giving him the full 30 minutes that I had been giving him. I, I think I have him at 28 right now. And even still the price isn't moving on FanDuel. He's still 6k 6,900 on DraftKings. And I have him in the optimal lineup at center on FanDuel like 20% of the time. So I'm going straight back to him. It appears the public is doing the same thing. Whether or not that's a good thing, I guess we'll find out by the end of the night. <laughs> Brian says, aloha from Kauai. Adam, Josh, and awesome, awesome family. Kauai's beautiful. Had my honeymoon there. Really nice. You ah. ever been? I have been once. I was uh, freshly graduated from high school, so had a bit of a different experience than I would if I went right now. Uh, sure. I don't get the sense that I would ever go back, even though it was very nice. It was. Uh, it's too far away for me, man. Like, I, if I'm gonna if I'm gonna go to a tropical paradise, I'm not gonna fly, you know, 13 hours across the country to do it. I'm just gonna go to the Caribbean. It's easier for yeah, me. Just, if I were on the West Coast, I would probably go to Hawaii a lot. Yeah, you just want to go somewhere where it's. You know, the skies are blue, water's warm, it's sunny out, drinks are flowing, yeah, little umbrellas, exactly. 
straws. I love it. I had a blast in Hawaii. Yeah. We, we rented some uh, some mopeds, drove around the island. That was fun. Uh, what was not fun was seeing a man open hand slap a woman across the face while holding a baby, dropped her straight to the ground. That was one of the creepiest things I've ever heard or, heard or seen. Man. Yeah, he ultimately got arrested. They chased him down and uh, he went to jail. So uh, it was a good story in the end. But yeah, no, that, that actually no happened. Part of that. Oh, it was no great. No, because he's story he, in the end. He came, he came very, very close to getting away uh, and he was ultimately caught. I was just not old enough. My friend and I were not old enough to... Um, step up and try to stop someone at that point in time. But a couple of years after that might have gone a very different direction, but yeah, he, uh, he, he just dropped her full stop baby and arm like this. I've never seen anything like it. Just sitting at an intersection on my moped and just like in the middle of the grass later out. It was disgusting. You were not hanging out in the fun places in Hawaii. It was right around the corner from our hotel. Uh, it was like, it's just really weird. It was just like a patch of grass. They were arguing. She, yeah, either he didn't want to get into a car or she didn't want to get into a car. And uh, he let her know pretty quickly how it was going to go. And then uh, it didn't go very well for him after that. Tried to get into a car while she was driving away. She kicked him out of the car. Then he went out on foot and then he got run down by the cops. Man, sexual chocolate says, welcome to Thursday. Yeah, sorry, <laughs> the story, Josh. Look, in the, in the grand scheme of things, she was able to stand up and be okay. The baby was fine, and uh, the jerk that hit her uh, ultimately ended up in cuffs in the back of a cop car. So it ended as well as it could. <laughs> ultimately, the this, this story arrives at, and Josh says, and I married her. Yeah, and that, now she's Mrs. Engelman. We are, we are raising that beautiful little baby like it is my own. All right, let's get to some NBA, because where the hell do you go from there? The First of five games that we will talk about, 7.30 Eastern, so be aware you get a little extra time before lock than you normally do. You get that extra half hour to really sit and pine over everything. Some news concerning the Celtics this morning from President of Basketball Operations Danny Ainge in a radio interview saying that Jalen Brown is dealing with tendonitis in his left knee. So that is certainly something to monitor going forward. Doesn't mean he's not going to play tonight, however, and he is coming off of that 33-point game in his first game back after missing a couple of contests. Looked really good. In fact, he was far and away the best Celtic on the floor, while Jason Tatum, not as great that night, and Kemba Walker continues to look like crap over the last handful of games. He's only shooting 27% from the field and averaging about 13 points and turning the ball over pretty frequently as well. So that's, you know, that's your really positive Celtics take to start the day. Looking at this game, though, and let's start uh, with the home team, if you don't mind, since obviously that's where I began breaking things down here. Jalen Brown isn't the best spot, you might say, in terms of DFS performers going into this one. Uh, Kemba Walker, I I don't know that I would trust him. Personally, I wouldn't trust him. I don't know about you and and you, the people out there as well. But, you know, at least in terms of returning value and projections, Alex Baker, our own Osmo, has him in a pretty good spot. Uh, That's really, those are the two guys on Boston, you know, in terms of guys that you might consider rostering unless, you know, somebody gets ruled out and then you start looking at Peyton Pritchard or something like that. Oh, I'm a big fan of Boston here. So I'm going right back to Kemba Walker on FanDuel, 5,500. Jamming him right in. I know people are going to moan and stuff. I'm happy that they'll be willing to pay the rake by not playing him tonight. He's the best play on FanDuel. I don't even really think that it's all that close. So don't overthink yourself, everybody. Just play Kemba Walker. Um, If we want to go a little bit further than that, Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown, Daniel Tice, all about 20% owned on FanDuel. And that's exactly where they came out of my sim. So 
those four guys are going to make up a, a large majority of my lineups. Uh, I'll have at least one, if not two, Boston Celtics and pretty much everything that I'm doing. On the DraftKings side, Tatum, Brown, Walker, and Tice also looking pretty good, although it's a different sort of order. Kemba is $1,000 more expensive on DraftKings. I don't like him nearly as much, although I still like him more than the field, oddly enough, who's only at 17%. Uh, Jalen Brown is the chalky play on DraftKings coming from Boston. I agree that he's the best option, but I think that he's a little over-owned. But either way, Tatum, Brown, Walker, Tice, on a five-gamer in this particular spot, I, I'm not getting away from them. Uh, we're looking at 20 to 30% of each one of these guys. Kemba on Fandle, probably more like 50% of my lineups if I had to be, if I had to just guess right now. It's a lot of Boston today. Scott says, smash Kemba night, uh, whereas Marcus says, Kemba, seriously? Bill yeah. says, Tatum smash spot. Uh, one guy that we didn't mention, how about Robert Williams, if you were looking to pay way the heck down we know boston a little thin the big man position guy who uh he's not going to go out there and, and put up 20 points or anything like that but is certainly someone that could get you 20 plus fantasy points how do you feel about him no i don't, I don't really think that he's viable it's just not playing enough minutes as far as i'm concerned to really work your way in 3800 on FanDuel. um 3,400 on DraftKings last four games, 12 and a half minutes, 10 minutes, 15 minutes, 19 minutes. But that 19 minutes was no smart, no Kemba Peyton Pritchard still out at that point in time too. So they were a little bit more thin. Uh, I really don't want to get too far down the list on Boston. I would say like maybe a couple shares of Tristan Thompson or Peyton Pritchard would be okay on FanDuel from a DraftKings perspective. Uh, Tristan Thompson at 4,600 would be the only guy that I would really want to get to other than uh, the four main guys. Got Lee here. Uh, Lee says, if Robert Williams is the answer, I don't want to know the question. Yeah. The, <laughs> the question is, who should I not play today? <laughs> yeah, there you go. Uh, we are, you know, crossing games a little bit here, but just for the sake of the question, because it is relevant to this one, Antoine says, Tatum or Sabonis? Tatum or Sabonis? I need to know which site. Well, whichever one you want to go with, I guess, because it's not specified. Or we could just sit and wait for the answer patiently. Uh, 1.1, 10.5. Let's look. Um, I would say... Wow, that's really crazy. Um, yeah, I mean, it's it's sort of a coin flip. All right, so Antoine's saying it's on DK. So DKI of Tatum at 14.3, I have Sabonis at 16.7. So Sabonis, but it's a coin flip. Yeah. Uh, all right, let's take a look at the Raptors side of things then. At the yeah. top of the heap, you got the likes of Pascal Siakam, Fred Van Vliet, uh, Kyle Lowry, certainly in the mix, probably in the best spot of the three. Although, you know, I think it would make a lot of sense, pay down for a guy like Chris Boucher, who, of course, coming off a really good game. Uh, you could make an argument. I don't know how compelling it would be for a guy like Aaron Baines if you're paying way the heck down. But it feels like Boucher is is probably the the guy that you want to start with on the Toronto side. That would be correct. Chris Boucher, 6,400 on FanDuel, 6K on DraftKings. Uh, showed up in the optimal lineup for me about 23% of the time. That's quite a bit ahead of his ownership right now, especially on a five-game slate. I like that. Uh, he's only 9% owned on drafting. So I like that as well. Uh, it's kind of a bummer that he is not starting, but he is uh, looking to be in that closing lineup pretty regularly. Played about 25 minutes last night. You're hoping to grab some minutes variability on the days where he gets to 28, 29, you're going to need him one. 
He's probably playing better if he got extra time. Two, he's the best per minute performer on Toronto. So more playing time plus the guy that's really good at scoring fantasy points on a per minute basis. What's not to like? And even on days where he only plays, you know, 20 minutes, he can still get to enough fantasy points to not totally submarine your plays. Hello, it is Ryan. And I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Might not take you to the promised land, but uh, even in low minutes, it won't wreck your lineup. After that, I find Toronto really difficult to get to. Kyle Lowry is in double digits in ownership on FanDuel and on DraftKings. I think he's overowned on both sides. I uh, just don't really like what he's doing right now. 7,300 on both sites. Fred Van Vliet's 9,300 on FanDuel. That's a really difficult price tag to get to. 8,500, not much better on DraftKings, if I'm being honest. I think Siakam is okay. Uh, but 9,600 on FanDuel is a really monstrous price tag once again. So I am mostly avoiding Toronto today. It just doesn't feel like a spot where I can get to, like, it's so hard to want to pay some of those prices. I have Toronto as my least favorite team on the slate on FanDuel Mm -hmm. in our uh, NBA strategy syllabus for today. We have uh, Jack, Jack maybe. There's never been an easier play than Boucher uh, yesterday. You have uh, Marcus saying, this feels like a Fred Van Vliet game because he pooped last night. How do you feel about Van Vliet? I mean, he's really difficult to get to on FanDuel at 9,300. I'm only showing up in the optimal lineup 4% of the time. Uh, Even if I give him a bit of a bump to projection, he's only 8% owned. Uh, I don't don't see him as a guy that you want a heavy amount of volume on. And then on DraftKings, I kind of feel the same way. Uh, 8500 I think it's just too expensive for him, especially if I'm assuming OG Ananobi is back for tonight. And if that's the case, that's just one additional body. Not that OG takes away from Fred Van Vliet in any way, but it's just another like legitimate NBA player out there. I'm expecting Van Vliet's price to start to fall. So uh, you're kind of buying into him at its high. Steven says, shout out to Josh for shouting out Boucher yesterday. You were high on Boucher yesterday. Worked out, obviously. I- yeah, he was uh, one of my more exposed power forwards. I'm happy about it. I wish I would have had a little bit uh, more Giannis, but neither here nor there. Marcus says, did Kaufman replace that loser Spags? Listen, I could never replace a guy with dollar signs on his hat. He's not going anywhere. He's here to stay. I wish the hat would be replaced. <laughs> you got to have a brand, man. He's got his. I don't have a brand. Uh, I'm doing just fine. Your brand was free-flowing, you know, unkempt hair until you got it cut. It's gone now. It's just normal, normal know, you look, hair. You look great. You look like a I regular see. human being instead of a the homeless man. <laughs> Representing. Uh, Mike says, let's see. They're both hiding Norman Powell, the best player, night in, night out for his value on the team because you're 40 consistently. What do you think about Norman Powell? Now, if OG's back, he's basically unplayable. He's priced like he's going to play 34 minutes, but he's probably only going to play like 28 to 30, and that's going to be a problem. So uh, Norm Powell, you have to wait till his price comes back down. He's I, I don't get the sense that I would have a single share of him if Locke were right now. 
Moko, if I'm saying that right, says, Josh is typically on point. I just wish he'd stop liking Dort so damn much, LOL. Yeah, I wonder what would happen if you liked someone that scored 40 fantasy points on FanDuel yesterday at 4K. <laughs> why would you? Why would anybody want to play that? Who wants 10x value? Yeah. Awful. Brian says, Adam, you should turn your hat around. It's, the two of us can have the, the backward snapbacks. It'll be great. Yeah, Maybe apologies for being spot on yesterday. Lou Dort, <laughs> 4,400, scored 30-something fantasy points, went for 7x. It's exactly what I'm looking for. Let's talk about our sponsor, No House Advantage, taking a different spin on daily fantasy sports by offering player prop contests across NBA, MLB, NFL, PGA, all for cash prizes, folks. This exclusively peer-to-peer fantasy sports platform levels the playing field, makes it easier for you to win real cash as compared with your traditional DFS sites. Best part, you can join for free today. I didn't stutter. Join for free today. Won't cost you a single thing. Download the No House Advantage app, sign up, using the promo code OSMO to get $25 in free play without having to deposit even a single dime. It's a hell of a way to get started. Beat your friends, not the house, and win big with player props today. Jump into it. Should be a good time. And while you are here, folks, we got, what, 500 people watching on YouTube. Smash that like button. We are closing in on 100. One big push. We could get to not only 100, but 150. It'd be great to see. Keep your comments coming in the YouTube page, comment section as well, the Osmo Premium Slack channel. We are monitoring them. And as you can tell, shouting out some of the better ones, we are happy to do it. Anthony says, Dort over Gallo. See, you got supporters. Yeah, it it went well. Gallo, not so much. I didn't even look to see how many minutes Gallo ended up playing yesterday. He played 30 on the dot. So uh, in hindsight, I I would have played more Gallo. That one's just bad luck. All right, what do we have here? Steven says, I shot myself for uh, swapping Bruce Brown for Dort on DK. Heard Brown was starting, got all big eyes and overthought it. Yeah, I would not have done that. (laughs) Laffy reminds me of my grandpa says marcus does Laffy have grandpa old man like tendencies is he old man shouting at cloud kind of guy i would you got a pretty cool grandpa i guess (laughs) well Uh, well, i guess i'm kind of giving Laffy a compliment there not that Laffy is cool but like he'd be cool at 70 yeah he's not doing so great in his mid-30s for a grandpa he'd just be killing it right exactly a game that I'm sure we have not gotten to yet because we've only done the one so far and we're almost halfway through the show. But just to skip ahead for a second, written by Jay says, most stackable game on the slate, in your opinion. And maybe that differs depending on talking about DK and FanDuel. But where do you stand? That is a good question that I am not immediately prepared to answer, but I can get there pretty quickly. Laffy's in the chat. Definitely takes it as a compliment. <laughs> what does he know? Um, when he hears good things about himself i know it's so rare they they stand out so dramatically (laughs) let's see let's see let's see so philly miami portland boston philly miami i don't really know who plays who philly portland is the most stackable game to me now that would be be my answer lee says not enough chains going on this osmo show uh, that, you're looking for shit my money. He'll be on the deeper dive tonight. 
Lots of great content coming your way on Osmo all throughout the day. A lot of programming later on, ton of it. But uh, let's get into this next game here, move things along. The Heat oh. in Houston and uh, on a three-game win streak, no less. So there's some good spots here. Bam Adebayo, Jimmy Butler, John Wall, who you shouted out earlier, is obviously a good play on both sides. Um, staying with Houston there, Eric Gordon, you could look at him. Duncan Robinson back to Miami. Starting with Miami, though. Uh, guys that I mentioned, obviously, Robinson there, Adebayo, Butler. Who do you really like? Yeah, so I like Bam Adebayo quite a bit, a lot, a lot more than the field as well. He's my top play coming out of Miami. Um, 9K on FanDuel, 8,600 on DraftKings. I think he's just going over-owned, on, or under-owned rather, on both sites. He would be the guy that I'm getting to most from Miami. I really like Tyler Hero as well, but I think he's pretty properly owned. Although at 6,400 on DraftKings, he's actually coming in a bit, little bit lighter than where I have him coming out of my Sims. Um, Jimmy Butler, on the other hand, though, 31% owned on FanDuel at 8,700. I will not be along for that ride. Not that I don't like him, but I think that he is pretty massively under-owned. I would see him more as a guy that I would have about 15 to 20% of than the 31 that we're showing. And after that, it gets really murky. You know, Kendrick Nunn's probably like a 15% guy. Duncan Robinson, same story. Iguodala, same story. 3,700 on FanDuel, 3,500 on DraftKings. There's a lot of filler value here, but I think Bam and Bam and Tyler Hero on FanDuel are guys that I want to have a lot of. Everybody else are guys that I want to have like in the 10 to 20% range, which on a five-game slate might seem like a normally that would seem like a lot, but on a five-game slate, it's really not. Because you you kind of have if you're playing 150 lineups, you kind of have to have pretty much everybody that's playing like 25 minutes or more uh, spread out across your lineups. I don't want to get too heavily concentrated on Miami, but Bam and Tyler Hero on FanDuel are the guys I'm looking at the most. Tennyson says Duncan's price has come down uh, so far due to his horrific play. He has to get hot. One of these games still getting good minutes too. What do you think? Is he just do? No, because he's not that kind of guy. He's like a 0.7 fantasy point per minute guy, no matter what. I mean, he like, uh, I still think that he should be owned slightly more than he's currently owned, but we're talking about a 14% guy. You know, he's at 4,300 on FanDuel. So we're looking at, you, you know, you're shooting for like north of 35 fantasy points. I mean, he might need to do that on make, like 10 made threes. It's just like, it's really difficult for Duncan Robinson to hang big numbers. I think he's an okay value, uh, but not somebody that I would go crazy trying to force into my lineups. I like him better Marcus, on DraftKings, I think, actually. Marcus asked very simply, Kelly Olenek? No, not quite. Uh, 5,100 on FanDuel, that is not a price I need. 5K on DK is okay. He's picking up a little bit of ownership, around 10%. Um, Did play bigger minutes this last time out, 31-ish, played 27 the game before that. I don't really know what his minutes are going to be. That's the craziest part for someone like Kelly Olenek, huge minutes fluctuations. Um, Generally, if he's chalk and I'm not confident in his minutes, I'm usually going to be lighter on him. You guys are very kind with the birthday wishes in the chat. Thank you, of course, as we know, not actually my birthday, but that's the game. Uh, Jack says, so much YouTube chat interaction. Josh hates us, LMAO. That's the uh, the beauty of me being in this seat and him being in that one, though. I can just keep pelting him with chat stuff, yeah. whether he likes it or not. Oh, I don't mind getting it curated. Uh, I hate being the curator, mostly because um, it's really hard to curate that. It's like being the curator of the world's worst museum. <laughs> well, it's like, I mean, it's like Twitter. I mean, any sort of chat. It's just a cesspool and you got to weed out the bad ones and highlight the good ones. That's what we yeah, do. We've highlighted a ton of good ones. Like T. McBee, for instance, was a YouTube chat reg. Now he's a 
YouTube star at the Osmo YouTube channel. You know, bigger and brighter. El Negro Loco went from, well, you know, premium Slack chat, but, you know, sort of the same place. Now just absolutely killing us. And exactly. we found out he has a real name the other day. So that was exciting. Royce is Tyler Hero or Kendrick Nunn? Tyler Hero or Kendrick Nunn? Uh, Tyler Hero, not close. Haslam scoop tonight from Jacob? No. No, uh, Udonis Haslam will not be playing today unless for some reason he is playing NBA 2K. Scott says the Slack chat is worse. That is uh, unquestionably true, at least at this hour of the day. You know, it gets a little more productive as you get closer to lock. Oh, no, exact opposite. It's way better now than it is at closer oh, to really? lock. That six, that six to seven hour is... Uh, uh, Maybe well, I don't spend enough time in there at the six to seven hour. I would say... During live before lock, it's not as bad because it's just going to be a lot of questions. Maybe that hour before live before lock is where it gets a little squirrely. The morning is actually when you can usually have a pretty good nuanced discussion about real items. Well, maybe that's because that's when I'm there more often. Speaking of the premium Slack channel, Fields wants to know uh, who you guys locking in for cash tonight. I don't answer Fields questions. (laughs) Lock it in for me. I like cash games. Who you got? All righty. So if I'm playing cash and since I know Fields is playing cash on FanDuel, I believe I will give that answer um, in that regard. So it would be Seth Curry looking like he would probably be pretty close to locked in there. Uh, Malcolm Brogdon, probably pretty close to, I don't think anybody like truly stands out. I mean, Kemba, Kemba is the, the true lock play, I guess on, uh, on FanDuel couple other guys at the top i don't uh, like positionally there will be some shifts so like the the balance between Cantor and vooch will be interesting um kelly Oubre at small forward probably going to be in there by default Uh, it's just a weird position today but kemba is like the cash lock we haven't done the houston side of things yet i know you're big on john wall tonight what about victor oladipo demarcus cousins eric gordon guys like that Ooh, I didn't hear that one. I had a message and I was responding to it. Hit me with that again. You jerk. On the Houston side, you're a wall guy, but what about uh, Oladipo, Cousins, and Gordon? Yeah, so as you mentioned, I am a wall guy, and I am massively ahead of the field right now. John Wall, I think, one of my favorite plays on the day. Cousins I'm going right back to, although I think he is slightly over-owned on FanDuel, but still a guy that I want to have about 20% of. I think he's under-owned on DK at 6,900, which is nice. After that... Uh, Oladipo's fine. Eric Gordon's fine. Both of those guys are about 10 to 15 percenters. If you get to small amounts, like you're probably rotating through everybody else. Jay Sean Tate, Daniel House, PJ Tucker. They're all guys you want to have in like one out of 20 lineups, two out of 20 lineups at most. All right. And let's see. While we have a moment, I want to remind you, you want to get access to all the great Osmo Plus tools that we highlight all the time. I certainly do. And uh, content available to, to you for nearly every DFS sport out there. Osmo Plus, the weekly pass, not even 30 bucks, $29.95 weekly. This includes full access to all the premium content and tools on Osmo.com. That includes player projections, which I will shout out constantly. Ownership projections, you hear about those. The optimal lineups, our premium Slack channel, so much more. Fantasy Cruncher, lineup builder, the list goes on and on. If you're only looking to play NBA, that's perfectly all right. Sign up for our weekly NBA package. It is only 1695 that is it so make sure you jump on in just taking a look see what's going on here in the chat uh news god equals money jordan klein the man behind the glass osmos dynamic duo says brian 
do we not give Jordan enough credit around here? I think he gets plenty credit at this point. Too much, to as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, I was waiting for you to say too much. Indiana yeah. and Detroit's the next one for us to go to. Again, it's a five-game slate. We're halfway home here. Uh, let's start on the Indiana side. DeMontis bonus, obviously, in a great spot. Malcolm Brown. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Brogdon is in a really good spot. Those are probably the guys. It's kind of a top-heavy one, right? You know, and obviously it's it's kind of that you know, upper echelon to mid-tier. It, it's Sabonis and Brockton on the one side and Jeremy Grant and DeLon Wright on the other. It really is. Um, I thought Sabonis and Brogdon were in an amazing spot yesterday. They somehow managed to not score 100 points against the Brooklyn Nets garbage defense, so kudos to them. They're going to be heavily owned, and they should be. I'm going right back to them again. Um, I'll probably take a couple shots on Miles Turner once again uh, just because I like his variability in GPPs. I don't know, 5 to 10% of Jeremy Lamb, 5 to 10% of Justin Holiday. I thought that I would like Indiana a little bit more, but it is just really heavily concentrated into Brogdon and Sabonis, and their ownership is already there. I mean, technically speaking, I have Brogdon over-owned, and I have, uh, I have him over-owned on both sites, but not so much so that I would be coming in with like a pretty heavy fade. Just because of the way the position is set up today, I would still be likely to have, you know, 20 to 25%. So no hesitation going back to those guys after yesterday? No, not at all. Zero hesitation. Living in the moment. I appreciate it. Anybody else there on the Pacers side? Any pay down options for you? Nobody that stands out as like an an amazing value. Uh, There's not much ownership coming in. And I have all these guys as like 5%-ish type guys. 219 total, not all that great. Uh, I just like the late night hammers uh, quite a bit more than this game anchor said jordan's the best jordan's burners on fire jordan (laughs) is definitely the best host named jordan that we have sorry producer i I ruined my own here and hosting i ruined my own joke trying to mock him uh... (laughs) but you're killing jordan if it's any consolation that's all that matters to me really making making jordan laugh on the stream as he drinks his I don't know what I assume to be a cocktail out of a Yeti mug. <laughs> you just got to pick your spot. See if we can get that spit take from him. Got to time it real well. Cause it's not tough I, to make the guy laugh. You just, you gotta, you gotta get line it up with what you need. And then all of a sudden just right into his camera. Yeah. I'll give him the blast right into the camera. Yeah. <laughs> That's what you pay extra for. All right. Grant and right. How do you feel about them? Uh, I like Jeremy Grant more than probably anybody in this industry this year. I have been pounding him. Oh, shouldn't have said it like that. I have been getting lots of Jeremy where did Grant. We, where are we going here? Every single What's going on slate. On this show? Oh, man. Oh, man. So lots it's of Jeremy early. Grant once again. 8,200 on FanDuel, 7,400 on DraftKings. I went over this over and over a week and a half ago when Jeremy Grant was 6,800. Nothing had changed. 
same usage rate, same minutes, same everything, but they dropped his price. Now he's $1,400 more expensive than he was a week and a half ago. And again, nothing has changed. I still like him now, but when you guys know, when you know that someone's price is down and nothing has been different, you just need to play that guy aggressively. I still think he's slightly underpriced, especially for this slate possession or position helps a lot. Oh my God, I can't talk. Position helps a lot. So we have him at 18% ownership on FanDuel. I think it should be more like 25. So I would be more likely to get like 35 of Jeremy Grant. Uh, I think he's properly owned on DraftKings at around 25%. DeLon Wright though, not a guy that I'm ultra interested in. 6,700 on FanDuel, 6,300 on DraftKings. I think he's just like properly owned around 10%. I'm going to get to Blake Griffin. I know people are going to freak out and say that he's washed. I don't care that he used to be good. I just care what his price is now. And he's a one fantasy point per minute guy at 5,100. So I'm willing to take my chances there. Mason Plumlee's fine on DraftKings at 6,100. He's a 7K on FanDuel, so you could largely avoid that. Josh Jackson looks okay as a value play. And then everything gets really weird. Like Josh Jackson is not owned on DK at 5,800. I think that's an interesting contrarian option. Isaiah Stewart is 3,200 on DK. If Mason Plumlee happens to get into some foul trouble, maybe he sees a couple extra minutes. There's no value to be found on DraftKings yet. We might see that open up a little bit from Orlando if Cole Anthony and Evan Fournier end up out. Uh, But for right now, we don't really have pay down options. So I think Isaiah Stewart in non-Mason Plumlee lineups would be fine. Dennis Smith Jr. making his debut for the Pistons today. I have no idea how much he's going to play. I gave him the backup point guard run for today. He's the flat minimum on DraftKings. He's already at 8% ownership, so I think his ownership is acceptable now. But he could be a value option if you think he gets more playing time. Lee says, and the show has reached a new low. I think we could definitely go lower than that. Oh yeah, I've I, we've had way lower. Steven says, uh, "R.I.P. Blake Griffin's viability in DFS." But you're not scared. Well, I mean, like you just got to stop thinking that he's Blake Griffin from 2015. It, it these guys don't have to be themselves. He's not priced at nine thousand dollars. He's fifty one hundred on Fanduel. He's fifty three hundred on DraftKings. He's projected for right around you know twenty eight to thirty fantasy points, which makes him a good value on a five game slate. He's already projected for 21% ownership on FanDuel and 14 on DK. I'm not alone in my thought process. Anchor says Ben Rass is a better play than Griffin. Ben is one of the best plays at Osimo. An incredible value. He's got like, uh, like shooting guard, right? small forward eligibility. He, he can be rostered in every spot. Although he has no idea how to pronounce his last name, which is alarming. I don't know if you've ever had that conversation with him. Uh, I mean, I, I've known it to be Raza, uh, which is what I understand. But I, is there like more to that story? For a, for a long time, I've, I've been interviewing Ben for years. Ben is wonderful, as we all know. And, uh, I, and, and for the longest time, I, others, we were calling him Rasa. It's like you yeah. just looked at it, Ben Rasa. Not Raza, yeah. not Rasa, Rasa, Rasa. And, uh, yeah. and, and. I think one day I was doing a show with you and heard you say Rasa. And I finally asked him, I was like, you know, I have, I been saying it wrong this whole time. Cause you should have corrected me. You jerk. Don't make me sound like an idiot. I want to, it's your name. I don't want to say your name wrong. And he goes, man, I don't know. As he tends to, right. He's like, yeah. I, I said, what do you mean? You don't know. He's like, I got to ask my parents. I, I don't know. I don't know how we sit. 
when people say Rasa, Rasa, how do you say it? How do you say your name? Uh, I always, I always went with Ra- the S Raza. at the beginning. Yeah, he's like, I, I, I guess I usually say, what do you mean you guess? Yeah, it's, it's your name. Like, there's, there's, you decide how to say it. There's, you make the rule, man. Like, you can decide. Rasa, Raza, Rasa, you know, Smith. Call it whatever the hell you want. It doesn't. It's up to you. It is your world. And it really uh, is. He's, he's, he's like, I don't know. It, you know him. He doesn't want to upset anybody. He just wants everyone to feel included. Yeah, so I I went with Rasa out of the gate, found out that that was probably not correct, and I've been pretty good about Raza ever since. Yeah, I mean, he's... Whether or not I'm right or not, who knows? I said, well, what do people call you, like, in terms of a nickname? He's like, Raz. So it's probably Rasa. And maybe. Well, what (laughs) the hell, man? (laughs) He's just... He is the best. He is the absolute best. I agree. Oh, man. All right. So while we're talking about people at Osmo, stay up to date on the latest NBA DFS news with the Osmo NBA Twitter handle, okay? Our guy News God, who is hanging out, lurking around, as he tends to here early morning and all throughout the day. He delivers the latest on injuries, starting lineups, minutes, limits, and more before lock. Could have given me more of a heads up on Roby last night. That would have been cool news, God. But aside from that, make sure you give Osmo NBA a follow and check out News God's Twitter handle as well. It is News, N-E-W-Z, God, G-O-D, underscore, D-F-S, or as, you know, we pronounce it, Rasa around here. Catch Ship My Money's Deep Dive article which is free this season. Prepare for the slate to must read if you are playing NBA DFS nightly. And we have talked about it extensively in the past. Adam's articles there just, I mean, to call them deep dives would not do them justice. The amount of content that is coming at you from each and every team, each and every night across the entire slate, whether it's a, you know, 15 game slate or a five game slate, it's pretty amazing. So make sure that you uh, dive on into that. We got about 20 minutes. Keep your questions coming in the YouTube chat, Osmo premium Slack channel, smash the like. We're basically at one, 50 hit that like get us to 200 in a hurry with 600 plus watching he's josh i'm adam let's go to our next one here it's orlando and golden state and this one there's a, there's a lot of uh a lot of value a lot of opportunity in this one it's probably more on the golden state side uh you have obviously steph curry doing steph things uh, probably wouldn't go with draymond green although obviously got to talk about him kelly Oubre, andrew wiggins are in good spots those are probably the the biggest ones of that group. What do you think? So for Golden State, I think it's pretty easy. They don't really have many options outside of what are... What happened? You disappear on us? I don't know. Somehow... There he is. He's back. I I assume I'm not still muted. That just happened. I didn't do anything. It just popped up as muted on the screen. Anyway, not important. So You know what it was? uh, It was was Jordan trying to shut you up. He's obsessed. uh, The worst. The worst. Terrible. So Kelly Kelly Oubre and uh, Andrew Wiggins are my two favorite plays, and that works for DraftKings and FanDuel. They're also the two most owned plays from both of or from Golden State. So I just sort of agree with the ownership. They're 25 to 30 percent owned. I think that looks perfectly fine. Their positions are making a a big change there. I think Draymond a little over owned on both sites, 7,500 on FanDuel, 6,800 on DraftKings. And then we get to Steph. So he's 12 percent owned on FanDuel. 14% 14% owned on DraftKings. I did some poking around today. You know, I made my projections. I looked through everything. I did some poking around through the industry. I am ultra, ultra light on Steph Curry. I'm a few fantasy points behind Alex. I looked around other spots, fantasy cruncher, etc. 
I'm not even remotely close to these guys. Uh, so I feel like I'm on a bit of an island on Steph Curry. I'm not going to have all that much of him today. I'm not really that interested. I don't like the price tag at 10-5 or 10-1. That's never a fun uh, proposition. I mean, Steph Curry, when he gets going, could be highly problematic on this slate. I just don't really like the matchup against Orlando. I don't like the pace of the game for Golden State. I don't like the price for Steph. And I just think that he's getting boosted a little bit more than I would like. So I see Steph Curry mostly as a fade today. On Negro Loco. Nice, Adam. Nice. So it's just that there are other guys you'd rather pay up for. That's all. Yeah, that's absolutely. the biggest thing. I, I, would, yeah. I would much rather have Damian Lillard. Evan says, on Negro Loco is our Adam Schefter to the NFL. High praise. It fits, though. Man's on it. He is always on it. What about on the other side for Orlando here? There's Vooch. There's uh, Fortier, who we shouted out earlier, is obviously in a good spot. Cole Anthony looks like he's in a great spot. Uh, Terrence Ross is uh, a good, very similarly priced option as well. How do you feel about this crew? So this one's basically impossible to talk to talk about outside of one guy. Nikola Vucevic looks like a fantastic play. He's 9,800 on FanDuel, 9,400 on DK, going to be 25 plus percent owned. Uh, I'm not telling anybody anything crazy there. He just takes over. We don't know what's going to happen here. Cole Anthony's questionable. Evan Fournier also questionable. If either one of those guys are out, I think they look even better. I have them both in. I love Cole Anthony today. Uh, sees a big usage bump when Aaron Gordon and the rest of those guys are not on the floor. So we have him projected for 9% ownership. I think that he should be more in like the 20s. Uh, he'll be one of my higher owned players if he plays. Fournier as well, about 20% owned on DraftKings. And I think that's perfectly fine if he's in. But if either one of those guys shows up as out, I like the opposite guy even more than I do right now. So Vooch, Anthony, Fournier, I have my eye on all three. Keep your eye on the news. If they get ruled out, uh, all hell breaks loose for Orlando. You got to start figuring out if it's Frank, like if Frank, if Cole Anthony is out, Frank Mason's mm-hmm. going to become a, a play at either 4,200 on FanDuel or 4K on DraftKings. He's going to play like 28 minutes and become one of the most popular value plays on the slate. If Evan Fournier is out, people will play Terrence Ross. They'll probably make a mistake doing that. And then you'll have to try to figure out if it's Chumo Kiki night or Dwayne Bacon night. <laughs> We'll get back to that when we get to uh, the tip-off show, deeper dive, live before lock, because the Orlando Magic are really hard to break down. You're playing Vooch no matter what. You're playing Cole Anthony and Evan Fournier if they're in, and if they're not, we're going to open up a lot of really awkward value. To revisit what we were talking about earlier, is this the game stack right here? Philadelphia and Portland, the next one. has got the highest implied total. Almost 230 points. Philadelphia's favorite. Expected to be, though, a close game. There are a lot of good options. You could start on uh, on the Philly side here. I don't know that you want to pay all the way up for the likes of Joel Embiid or Ben Simmons or even, for that matter, Tobias Harris. Maybe it's a game where cheaper options, Seth Curry, uh, Danny Green, are more appealing. You know, sneak some value in from this game. Maybe stack the Portland side for higher price guys like a Dame Lillard, obviously. But, uh, you know, on the Philly side first, how do you feel? Yeah, so I really like this Philly side. Um, No shake Milton. So I think that Tyrese Maxey is going to see quite a bit more minutes. I have him as one of my favorite plays on the day. I think he's... Mm. And that's only because... Um, there is no value right now. So there aren't a ton of options to pay down for. Maxi's a guy that actually sees legitimate usage and he is only 3,200 on drafting. So he will look worse and worse to me as the day goes on and his value opens up. But for right now, he is under-owned as a value play. And then I see the rest of Philly as like 
15% likely to be in the optimal. That's Embiid, Simmons, Harris, Curry, Korkmaz, Danny Green, and Matisse Thibel. I love every bit of this. They're getting a ton of ownership, but I agree with it. Um, some of these guys are going a bit overowned. Like I think Seth Curry on FanDuel is overowned at 38% ownership. I think Seth Curry is properly owned on DraftKings, but I'm getting to everybody. I would say if I ignore the Tyrese Maxey value piece, Seth Curry is the best play on Philly on a FanDuel perspective, but he's overowned in GPPs. You're more likely to get to him in cash games. GPPs, honestly, Philly looking pretty over a little bit overowned on FanDuel. Sifting through Embiid, Harris, and Simmons is basically impossible to me. They're all 15% guys. On DraftKings, I think it's a little bit easier. Uh, ben Simmons at 8,300 is the price tag that I want to get to. Uh, I really like him against Portland here. I think it's a nice spot for him, but. This is the team that I expect to have the most ownership to. Uh, they rank as my highest or my favorite team in our strategy syllabus, whether it's value, pay up options, whatever. You can find every bit of that for Philly today. What about on the other side? We are down to about 10 minutes left in the show. Get your questions in, by the way. Uh, actually, before we even go to the other side, Antoine's all in on, uh, on Ben Simmons. There are some others that think Simmons in a really good spot tonight. How do you feel about him? I like him. Uh, pretty neutral on FanDuel, about 15 to 20%, something in that neighborhood. Same story on DraftKings at 8,300, but uh, that price tag works. Um, I have, have him projected for about 41 fantasy points in 34 minutes. You're not at all worried about Portland's defense. Um, I, I'm assuming he sees like a lot of Derek Jones and Robert Covington, but I don't think that matters all that much. Uh, for Ben Simmons, particularly from Covington. Covington, a good team defender, but not really like a good on the ball guy. So I'm not worried about him slowing down Robert Covington or slowing down Ben Simmons all that much. So I'm happy to get to Simmons. All right. So for Portland, Dame is Dame. He's projected for north of 50 fantasy points. Good spot. Sub 10K on DraftKings. Do you like him? And also a uh, value opportunity here, or at least mid tier kind of value. Uh, Ennis Cantor, Gary Trent, guys like that both projected for 30 plus they seem to be in good value spots as well yeah uh dame and Cantor, two of my favorite plays on the slate they're both picking up ownership on fandle but i think Cantor is under owned at 6500 uh i think he's my favorite center play of the day and i'll get to him quite a bit i think these guys are going dramatically under owned. portland is my favorite team in gpps because they're not picking up much ownership so dame is but that's Damian Lillard for you. That's not a surprise. I think yeah. Cantor is under-owned on both sites, 6,500 and 7K. As long as he stays out of foul trouble, this could be a monster day for Portland and for Cantor. I think Gary Trent is under-owned. I think Robert Covington is under-owned. Derek Jones Jr. is 4,500 on FanDuel, 3,800 on DraftKings. There's not a ton of value out there right now, so he's certainly a guy that I want to get to more than the 2% that the public is getting on FanDuel right now. That's crazy. So I really want to get to most of this starting lineup for Portland. They're my favorite GPP plays of the day. We open it up to your questions. Get them in rapid fire. And while you're doing that, let me tell you about the podcast network. If you are not available to watch Osmo's YouTube shows right here as we come live, well, you know, bummer, but you do have the opportunity to rewatch on YouTube. But if that is not something you would like to do, that's okay too. Almost all of the Osmo YouTube shows are available through the Osmo Podcast Network. We've got a podcast for every sport available on every major platform as well. Head on over to osmo.com slash podcast. Check out the very latest. And once you are there, drop a five-star rating, a review with your Twitter handle or Osmo username included. You could win a free week of Osmo Plus 
and uh, we'll be giving that free Osmo Plus pass every week to the person who submits our favorite review. People are reading these, so uh, please do have fun, be kind, and uh, good luck to you. All right, let's uh, get to some questions here for the final few minutes. What about Daniel House thoughts on DK or FanDuel from Brian? Daniel House. Um, So for me on FanDuel at 5,100, it's not picking up any ownership. He's probably a bit too expensive there. I I wouldn't really worry too much about getting to him. 4,800 on DraftKings. I mean, he's not picking up ownership. So if he's a guy that you want to get to like 5% of, I think that that is viable um, if that ownership holds. But I don't see him as a really good play today. From Butho, Jeff Teague or Terrence Davis? Neither. (laughs) Uh, What do we have? Antoine says, Blazers smacked the Sixers last week. Philly's going to show up. You like those narratives? No, I don't like narratives at all. I assume Philly shows up because they're five and a half point favorites, not because they lost last week. Cantor avoiding foul trouble with Embiid is a problem, says Steven. Do you worry about that? I mean, a little bit. It's not going to change what I'm doing, but everybody against Embiid is a problem for fouls. He shoots more foul shots than pretty much anybody in the league. If we look at Cantor's um, foul rates over his career, um he's 53rd percentile this year uh 65th percentile last year he has always been for other than a small stretch with portland in 1819 he has always been at least above average at avoiding fouls drawn and uh sometimes even downright elite but for right now 53rd percentile i can't make changes to canter based on Embiid. marcus says Is anyone here like huey lewis in the news um time to enjoy that music my man well, uh, uh, like it's not that I don't like Huey Lewis in the news, but I do like the fact that Huey Lewis was uh, a father character on One Tree Hill. So I like him a little bit more because of that. That's I have a One Tree Hill uh, basketball jersey. Nate Scott? Oh, I mean, who else would you have? Lucas Scott. Nah, just, <laughs> as, long as, as long as it says Scott on the back, I, I don't Skills. care. Right, says, not, uh, not Jimmy Edwards. Not not Edwards. Right, says, uh, how many players from one team is too many for cash? Probably depends on the game that we're talking about, right? But yeah. how do you feel? Um, there, there is no answer to that question. Depends on the day. If you get one of those situations where everybody's priced down because there's only eight guys, you know, as many as you could possibly roster on that particular site, it's not something I ever think about. Dan says, Cantor plays for Boston, bro. Nope. No, no, sir. Portland. Portland. Uh, Ant- Antonio says, what's up, guys? Just joined Osimo. Well, thank you. Antonio, welcome, thank welcome, you for welcome. being with us. Simmons or Butler from Theo? Simmons. Daily uh, Scrum News says, uh, you guys have the most sexual Freudian slips in any show next to Josh Lloyd and DFS. Keep up the great work and cheers from Canada. I think the problem I'm, is... I'm, I couldn't be happier about it, personally. I was going to say, I think the problem is they're not slips. They're, uh, they're, yeah. they're you know, shoved in like slips, but they're very intentional. Make you work for them. Top power forward on FanDuel out of Tatum, Sabonis, and Bam from G-Man. Ooh, hit me with that again. I, I want to make sure that Sabonis, I have Tatum, Sabonis, Bam, FanDuel. Tatum, Sabonis, Bam. It's got to be Bam for me. 
Yeah, Bam, then Sabonis, then Tatum, but pretty close across the board. What else do we have here? Happy birthday, Adam. You're the man. How are you spending your 21st from Evan? Thank you so much. Oh, look, El Negro Loco paying, paying a super chat to wish a, a happy birthday to a beardless Adam. I feel like uh, El Negro Loco needs to know this is not my real birthday, although that was just a couple of weeks ago. So I'm I'm uh, I'm still in the window, I guess. Thank you all. You're great. Uh, Daily Scrum says, happy to be stuck with you. Uh, the door's always open for us, pal. Come on in, hang out. What else do we have? Cantor or Turner from Alex? Cantor, not close. Favorite cash play on FanDuel, Elvis. Gotta be, uh, it's gotta be, gotta be, gotta be, gotta be. There's no other way around it. It's Kemba Walker. G-Man loving the Larry Legend shirt. I'm right there with him, by the way. Should have worn my Celtics hat. Could have been in sync. Perfectly in sync. What else do we have here in the last couple of minutes? Uh, Keith says, who cares what Josh thinks? Well, I mean, you, you're here. Yeah, exactly. You're, you're not here for my thoughts. What else? Choose two. For better pure fantasy points, Sabonis, Tatum, and Bam. We're going back to, but this is a different person asking that question or just a different account for the same person. Bam and uh, Sabonis. Anyone the flat minimum worth playing, Jacob wants to know. I assume that question is for DraftKings. Uh, Dennis Smith Jr. would be the only option, I think. Detroit's been playing a lot better of late, says Trent, but could this be a letdown? I don't really look at it like that. So I assume no, but I hope no at the very least. El Negro Loco says he cashed double ups with Drummond last night. Rough one for uh, Drummond owners last night, which was also me. (laughs) (laughs) Happens from time to time. All right. So just to recap for anyone that joined us late and we'll get out of here with uh, a couple of final questions. Well, one more in the chat from Trevor, Josh Jackson or Tyler Hero? Tyler Hero. All right, so to circle back, uh, your favorite plays tonight, and if you want to give me one DK, one FanDuel, unless obviously they overlap, your call. No, I can I can give a few. Um, on DraftKings, my favorite plays. Uh, if no value opens up, Tyrese Maxey, Cole Anthony, if he plays, Enos Cantor, Derek Jones Jr. These are the guys that I like the most. Um, regardless like over the field from a FanDuel perspective obviously Kemba is great but he's owned so if we're talking about guys that aren't picking up ownership Cole Anthony if he plays Tyrese Maxey at 3,900 Derek Jones Jr. Jeremy Grant Gary Trent um, John Wall and value obviously those are you know not super expensive guys but value guys uh, Tyrese Maxey, Derek Jones Jr., 3,900 and 4,500. Uh, not a ton of value coming in. Furkan Korkmaz could go, potentially go uh, a little bit underrepresented today. Uh, value from, yeah, he's 3,700 shooting guard, small forward on DK. So I think that looks good. Derek Jones Jr. is 3,800 small forward, power forward on DraftKings. There's enough value to be found. It might all open up for Orlando. Who knows? Hit the like, closing in on 200, and we're almost done here. This ought to be on a, a bumper sticker or poster or something from Jeff brand new to DFS joined Osmo recently pulled down first place for the mini max and one, two K boom, get that money, baby. That's exciting. Yeah. Congrats. Get after it. That's a good feeling right there. Uh, Steven says, good show guys. Thanks as always. Someone says Josh is the goat, but Kayla is a close second. 
She's coming for you, man. I, she she is good. I I can't I cannot deny. You should you guys should be watching the tip off. She's a fantastic host. Marcus wants to know boom bust top five. I can give my personal boom bust top five. Sure. My highest, my five highest booms. I'll give them on Fanduel: Vooch, Lillard, Cantor, Embiid, Bam Adebayo. On DraftKings, my highest booms. Vooch, Lillard, Wall, Bam, Joel Embiid. Derek says Kaufman's looking like a man who's hosted 37 million Madden streams. I think the number's <laughs> probably higher at this point in time, to be honest with you. Uh, Theodore says, I'm used to disappointment. I guess I'll go with the Pacers again. Mm, sorry for being used to disappointment. That's sad. <laughs> that's, that's not any way to live life. No. All right, coming up over the course of the rest of the day, there's a lot. There's a lot happening here at Osmo the rest of this day. So, and Josh has already been on for a couple hours with the process earlier, a new show. If you uh, are unfamiliar, 6.30 Eastern time, you should definitely check that out. Get up early with Josh and find out how he's coming up with all the stuff that he gives you on a show later on like this. Uh, 3 p.m. Eastern today, NHL strategy show. We are not just basketball here, not even close. Nope. Daily game plan at 4, 4.30. It's the tip-off that Josh was just talking about with Kayla and the crew. 5.30, NBA deeper dive, 6.30, NBA live before lock eight o'clock after NBA is locked. You got the MMA strategy show and at nine, getting you ready for the later games, NBA late slate live before lock. So man, there is a ton on the way. You going to be on for uh, any of these shows later on. I am on live before lock tonight, 6 30 PM Eastern time. Myself, Greg Ehrenberg. We're going to be talking basketball for an hour and then sticking around for an hour for an extra half hour for job market. How are you going to fill all that time in between? What are you going to do today? I'm going to take a brief nap. I'm going to eat Good. some lunch. I'm going to have nice. office hours in premium Slack at 1 p.m. So come hang out with me for an hour. And ask me whatever questions you guys want to ask. Uh, we can talk stuff. process, whatever. And then uh, after that, I'm going to just hang out, relax, chill, not do anything up until probably like 4, 35 o'clock where I sit back down and prep it once again. All right. Very good. Thank you all for hanging out with us. I will be back doing the show again on Monday at this point, a few days away, and uh, you will hear and see plenty of Josh, uh, you know, a, a ton before I roll around again. There's a lot of good stuff on the way and uh, a lot of changes still to come in the NBA over the course of this day today. That's just how it works. You got to be mindful of it. Don't go set in a lineup right now approaching noontime and then uh, just set it and forget it. You got to really... Be aware of all that is happening leading up to lock. So tune in for all the great content the rest of the day. Hit the like, join in, go to the Osmo YouTube uh, page, the Osmo premium Slack, the, uh, you know, live in the chat, hang out on the podcast network. Find us everywhere, folks. He's Josh. I'm Adam for Jordan. Thank you so much, Josh. Go take care of that uh, baby who must be 16 years old by now. We'll see you later. I didn't even think about it. Yeah, that kid is like a full-grown human being now. <laughs> Teaching that kid how to drive. Wow, I'll have to text my buddy about it.